Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks is brought to you by two kinky poly babes on a mission to make sure you can be well informed before diving into all things kink, dating, sex, and non-monogamy. We want to make sure this content can stay free and available for everyone who needs it. And with a little help from our listeners, we can do exactly that. Consider joining our Patreon for a monthly subscription where you can have access to our behind-the-scenes content or you can make a small donation to our Ko-fi where you can donate as little as $2 to make a huge difference. We greatly appreciate it. I stole it. I was just holding the hot Glad I did that now. That was, yeah, this is such a good <laughs> beginning. I was like, I don't know if you, maybe this is just me. Do you ever get to a point where you're watching other people's videos and you kind of start like looking at it being like, you don't have to like, you get a little critical about there. Yes. I was watching this one and this guy was like, ha ha ha, oh my gosh, I am having this giggle fit. Ha ha ha, sorry, I can't stop laughing. Ha ha. And I was like, then delete it. <laughs> then delete that footage. Edit. If you wanted, if they're, oh, delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you go be in there. There are a number of things we've deleted. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just in my be about what you're about era. It's like, yeah, it's okay. You, you're a cute dude and you wanted to do, you know, five cute. minutes of you giggling. It's fine. That. I do like it though. He calls himself baby girl. It's great. This is like new Gen Z, like straight dude mm. who's like, I pay my nails. <laughs> Look at my necklace, you know? I appreciate that. I love the Barbie movie, you know? Like, that's his whole Still thing. haven't watched it. Yeah, it's. Mm. it's just, Still have no desire. I'm sorry. I, 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 I think <laughs> I enjoy the Barbie movie. I just like the way it's like built up to be this huge feminist win is like, I think for people who are in our age group, it's not really that, you know? Like, it's just very like. It builds up to, okay, Barbie spoilers. The whole thing builds up to this monologue of a woman saying like, you know, you have to be pretty, but not slutty. You have to be smart, but not smarter than that. You have to be a boss, but not bo And I was like, yeah, I was on Tumblr in 2004. Yeah, I read I the text know. post, okay? <laughs> and it's like, there's nothing beyond that. And it's not that I'm saying like, you need to resolve patriarchy in a two hour movie, but I am also kind of saying like, can you give the rest of us a little something more? We've already arrived there, yeah. but it still feels sucky, you know? Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, like this whole thing is like, here's Barbie world. Then it gets taken over by the Kens. And then like, they return it back to Barbie world. And I think that like, there's kind of a plight on behalf of the Kens. I'm not saying that like, you know, they're the victims here, but like, they don't have houses in Barbie land. And can you give them their own houses at the end? Then we can have like a meeting of the minds and like growth and stuff. Didn't, um... Ryan Gosling just won like best song or whatever in that movie for yeah I'm... he was like mad about it <laughs> well because yeah. like because like the Billie Eilish song that came well, out was so much better that's the whole point yeah like for me it, it I okay no you're right this criticism is going around by the way I mean like uh Joe Coy was the one doing the yeah and he like made a booby joke about the movie and they were like yep so this is this is I mean that's why that... we made the movie yeah I mean I'm not like out here like kissing Billie Eilish's ass, but that right. was a very good song. Yes, I think so too. And to sing that song is a very hard way to sing and yeah. to do it very well. And then you're still going to give it to Ryan Gosling because, and I love Ryan Gosling. Right. I love this is his not movies, a criticism to Ryan Gosling at but all. But he is not fucking better than Billie Eilish. Yeah. And sorry, like a majority of the people voting for those were men and it shows. Okay, thanks. Yeah. I'll get off my little soapbox now. No, it's okay. I, I, I will say, like, if As someone that on, worked in TV, I know it's mostly men. Okay, you know what, though? This is the exact same thing when I was watching that guy who kept in the giggling footage. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I've worked in TV. I've seen this, and I was like, see? Mm -hmm. Birds of a feather. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Anyways. so. I was, but it, great, great movie. Margot Robbie does a great job. You know, like acting is great. You know, it's pr it's pretty I'm sure it's funny. Good. You know, it's like it just. I just. I was wanting for more. It, it's just one of those classic experiences of like people are really hyping it up. People are really hyping it up as a feminist win. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if you started feminism today, that's a win. You can watch it and learn some stuff. Sure. But like, if you've been in it for a while, you're just like. I think for those of us that have been fighting this fight for a little longer yeah like i already exist in this yeah like the, this is not like the barbie okay. movie isn't gonna be a win for yeah me. it's like thank you for the season recap of patriarchy and now we're back to yeah <laughs> not having yeah yeah but that's a whole soapbox moment that i true mm -hmm. i can literally go off for hours so i know no literally hey by the way <clears throat> april oh, can i see if i can whisper real quick um is it this step is that the song no okay well does that come back here? <laughs> cool, please. <laughs> kind of a combo. Okay, okay, all right. Because we're just doing another one that's in the steps episode, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. 
Sorry, I also did okay, a double negative there, so for... I'm gonna be overthinking that for a while. That's thank fine. you guys so much yeah. for waiting. And I and I definitely grabbed that <laughs> gag off of like some other drag queens that have a new show. And I'm just like, can I see you back here a lot? And mind, I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> put a picture of them so I'm not like stealing their condo. Um, so it's gonna be hard to find. First episode, well, first episode, the only you guys episode don't know. we're doing this week because <laughs> we filmed two at a time. They don't gotta know. It's fine. Mind your business. <laughs> um, Shh. <laughs> boundaries um we're going to talk today about how to get started in bdsm mm -hmm. um, yeah, which are. is going to kind of be a little bit of a combo of like how to get started what we've seen go wrong why are we giving this advice oh yeah so it's going to be how to get started but also why are we giving you this advice because we see a lot of not great things go down yeah um which fun fact about this podcast in general is why we started is because we yes. saw a lot of common things going down and we were just like somebody needs to say something yeah a lot of cringe a lot of like ooh, don't do that yeah Please. yeah it was almost a book also maybe maybe some of you were diehard fans already know that i'm sure i've mentioned yeah. it before still have actually still have all those notes and everything <laughs> in a shared drive yeah <laughs> so this is just going to be kind of a generality of like you know, I'm not going to say top 10, but some of the top things that we've noticed on best ways to get started, what to avoid, yeah. probably share some of our own experiences on most why. certainly. <laughs> and then next week's episode or in two weeks, uh, we're going to have also kind of missteps in polyamory. So, so stay tuned. So stay tuned because mm -hmm. both if you of love these this. Learn, learn from our and other people's mistakes so you Come don't on. do the same And we've thing. talked to people about this. Yeah, you a know, lot. Some people have given feedback, so. Yeah, I did actually reach out to a number of people for this episode to get feedback. I know. It's some of it was so very nice. interesting. Um, and some of it I didn't even note here, but I reached out to a number of, like, especially people who are 18 to 25 to get feedback because that is not a generation we are in anymore. Mm -hmm. Rip. We're in our 30s. Oof. Some of us are very well into our thirties. I almost out of our thirties. Feel very in our. 30s. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was actually trying to write a joke, and I was like, blah blah blah, for a woman in her thirties, and I'm like, am I already sensitive about being in my thirties that I won't even just say I'm thirty three? Like, I'm like, yeah, as a woman in her thirties, and I'm like, just say it. Why yeah. just say the number, bitch? I'm about to be thirty nine. Yeah. That's kind of hot. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's so. Weird. Oh my god! Actually, weird memory unlock. Like when I was growing up, and my mom would have a birthday every year. She was like, I'm thirty nine. <laughs> That feels real. I had mixed emotions on being 40, so we'll get into that later. I Here's my mixed emotions is obviously I'm getting old, but four is an even number and I like even numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and then at one point I'm going to be 42 and that's the, li the, what, life number? The life number? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then after that, it's all downhill, man. 43 dead. Yeah, I can maybe at 43 be like, I'm a decreasing number, haha, -ha. but no. Like 43. What about 44? Um. Oh, okay, wait. Two fours, and I do like fours. We're back, okay. We are back. Good. Because I'll also feel good at seven D, because I like seven. Okay. <laughs> I also like yeah. Uh, th thanks for coming to my episode on numbers. <laughs> I like randomly. <laughs> I also liked twenty one, but I was too busy being twenty one to enjoy to the number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty one and twenty three felt good too. Again, just as numbers, not as like a being able to. Enjoy not as a being, good. just as a <laughs> yeah. age. Yeah, I, just like good number. <laughs> Good year. No, I want to be very clear. It wasn't a, still. It was still being young and young, dumb and broke. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> the episode. Anyways. <laughs> oh, so, also, I want to say that it's great to get into this episode around the new year. I feel like I've been saying this in every comment whenever we've been talking about episodes where I'm like, great for the new year. Because people are starting new things, you know? New and year, new you. New year, new you. Maybe you're getting into some new kings. Get, listen to this episode. Thanks. Appreciate you. Take it. So also, welcome back to Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh, so yeah. much. We have a name. I am CJ. This is April. So, we teach about the safety and success of BDSM and non-monogamous relationships. Look, I dropped the elevator pitch in the intro. And, and sometimes geeky shit. And sometimes, yeah. It's mostly on that end of the slash over there. The, and our Discord group, which is holding up the geeks like this is yeah. how I imagine it. She's the geek slash. I'm the non-geek. Like there was two sides of that. Oh my god, I'm even wearing a geek shirt. Is that what that is? Yes. Interesting. Oh, Sailor Moon is such a key part of mine. You know, I look back at my life being like, I, didn't, I wasn't a girl's girl, but then like I watched the last Sailor Moon, which is a very girly show. But it's also like, don't. <laughs> don't worry. 
totally get on a tangent. Okay. Totally <laughs> we'll be here for 20 minutes. Yeah, no, literally. Okay. So first, um, I think this first point is a really great point. I think a lot of people are getting excited. They're like, ooh, you know what? I'm going to do something a little edgy. I think I'm going to try to like get into BDSM. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, I feel like I have a love-hate relationship with popular culture right now because BDSM and kink are becoming more yeah. accepted yeah. and more known about, which is great. <laughs> but <laughs> when you're teeing it up, like, and that's great. But what it does not show is everything you should do to get ready to be in BDSM and kink. Like it, it's great because it's being more normalized, and I love that conversation. Mm -hmm. What I don't love is the lack of education around that conversation. Yeah. So love hate relationship, anyways. Lack of education and level of excitement match to it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. I really wanted to get into it, so then you're foregoing any research because you think it's just going to be easy. Yeah. So number one thing I always say is do your fucking research. Mm -hmm. Do your research. A lot of it. It's just a lot Google, of it. man. Google. There's Reddit. YouTube. YouTube. I, you know, some TikTokers, some educators out there are good. Yeah. I um, imagine even a library might have some Literally any, like, research. Do all the research. Yeah. Just start researching. Anywhere. Anywhere. You're going to hear this. I'm going to literally say the same thing on the nep next episode about polyamory. <laughs> Do your fucking research. Do it. Go. <laughs> Education, any, any education, any education, a single podcast, any of them. Yeah. Um, and actually I'm going to talk about, we're going to talk about FetLife in a little bit, but on FetLife, um, and I was not even, I was kind of aware of it, but I've never used it. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of the people who is another munch leader in our community, um, he reminded me there is an entire section on FetLife for virtual education. Oh. And I've never clicked on it, um, but that he uses it quite a bit. So it's all free. It's virtual. You can literally just go and watch tons of 101, how to get started, what to, it, there's so much there. That's great. Education, for the most part, it's going to be free. Go utilize it. You don't even have to go to a dungeon for it. You don't right. have to do anything than be on your computer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now that's not the only place you should learn about it. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be an ex, yeah, I think this is later down. No, this you can jump ahead. Um, just that like in, in terms of like doing the research, like also consider that a lot of the research has already been done by veteran members of the kink community. Yeah. So like being a part of a kink group, you know, where people with experience are there, you can even just like have conversations. So if you're personally like, I can't focus, I've got too much ADHD, I can't be reading. It's like, okay, then have a conversation with someone who's been in the lifestyle for way yeah. longer and ask them like, what do you really think I need before I jump in? And they'll probably tell you research, do the research. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it doesn't end once you're in it. So I still am constantly learning. Yeah. Um, there are two podcasts that I always recommend to people. So Loving BDSM, mm -hmm. love that podcast. I started listening to that a number of years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, super educational. It, it, I, I love all that. I go listen. Um, the second one that I listened to, and they're only a few years old, which is Pink Kink. Mm -hmm. um, that is run by two women who are in the lifestyle and very educational, fucking funny, very smart. Mm -hmm. um, their kinks are different than ours, so I also learning about that kind of stuff through them. Um, mm -hmm. One's into needle play. That's not my jam, but I love to learn about it. One got me into electro play or more heavily into electro yeah. play because I listened to episodes from them. So That's go true. listen, definitely go listen Please. to both of those. Please. Loving BDSM, mm -hmm. Pink Kink, two podcasts, always recommend. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, Nope, got sidetracked. No, that's okay. I wanted to also correct something I said, which is like, if you talk to somebody who has experience about BDSM, they will tell you your research, but they'll also give you information. Sorry, yes. I didn't mean to say that that was going to be like a continued endless loop of making you do research. Um, but it a little bit is, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I can't advocate enough for going to munches and dungeons, mm -hmm. um, especially in the beginning munches. Yeah. And that's something that was a common theme, especially with the younger crowd that I was speaking to and getting education from or getting mm -hmm. research from. Um, a lot of them said that one of the most beneficial things is going to a munch, mm -hmm. even nice. though it scared the shit out of them to do so in the beginning. Yeah. But it's like a band-aid. Once you rip that band-aid off, it's so much easier. That's so true. Yeah. 
I think I'm not nervous about going to our munches. <laughs> no, or new munches. We I go to a number of them. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's also a good idea to get an idea of like if you are trying to get into BDSM, like these are the people who you're going to run into. You yeah, know? like this is what the community is like. So it's good to get an idea of like what you're walking into. Yeah, and most communities have a munch within about an hour. So even if you're in a smaller town, mm -hmm. um, there's usually a munch within about an hour of you. Mm -hmm. Um, best way to find munches is on FetLife. I was about to say, yeah, I think you can search FetLife with your location. You can. You can set it to 25, 50, 100 miles away or more. Mm -hmm. um, it'll show you all the events happening. Not all the events are public. Um, private events, you have to be vetted, but you will mm -hmm. see munches up there. We post our munch up there. Sure um, all the munches I attend to post there. Mm -hmm. So, And what's cool is you're going to see both new people at munches, but you're also going to see... Uh, people who go to a lot of the same ones so you build yeah. a connection that way too mm -hmm. so there are munch regulars like us I go to a number of them so you're going to see my face at many mm -hmm. um, but I also have friends that go to many so I see them every time totally me I'm an exclusive FKG munch face I'm not going you go to, to any other shut up I go <laughs> they don't know that can I see back here <laughs> One don't tell them <laughs> Live on phone. <laughs> I like the noise of it. <laughs> Shaking beats. Yeah. Um, and we did actually do an episode on what to expect at munches. Yeah. And how to go about that. So mm -hmm. we talk all about the monster that's under the bridge. You cross See, on the way there. Mm -hmm. yeah. You pay a toll. The fee. The yeah. answer to your the firstborn child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and you're welcome, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the whole like having to pilot a plane. It's yeah. We tell yeah. you all about it. So go check that out if you're not sure what to do at a munch. Um, but munches are great for meeting people. If you're really not sure who to connect with at a munch, go find a munch leader. Yeah. Um, introduce yourself. They're the tallest person there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just am on April's shoulders. Yeah. I'm like, hey. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, what we do in our group is like the leaders will find you if they don't recognize you and they'll welcome you in. And sometimes yeah. I, I mean, like for the ones that I've been to, I will usually see the munch leader doing that. Yeah. So go introduce yourself. Please tell someone if you are new. Like if yeah. we never take that any kind of way other than you are sharing information. And then we also know that we need to introduce you around, mm -hmm. have conversations with you. Um, it's not a bad thing to say that you are new to this lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Which is actually another point that I make here is like, don't be afraid to explain that you're new. Like a lot of the times in kink community, we're excited that you're like looking for information before you're actually yeah. getting into the kinks. And a lot of us are, I mean, me, I'll talk for myself. I listen for it when I'm, if they're like, yeah, I'm new and I'm already doing this and I'm already doing it. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Oh my God. No, you need yeah. to slow down. You know, like, so don't be afraid to tell somebody you're new especially if it's like a partner that you're talking to you also want to know what their experience level is and just be very comfortable saying that you're new there's nothing yeah. wrong and if I know you're new I'm also going to look out for you a little bit more um and I think that's one of the biggest things people don't understand is that any community is going to have predators mm -hmm. the at-large community like the at-large world we live in has so many predators and right. that is not any different in BDSM right at all yeah. there are a lot of predators who are ready and waiting to take advantage of new people mm -hmm. or people who don't know their boundaries or people who don't know how to move about safely. Exactly. So, you know, don't, don't trust anyone and everyone, mm -hmm. please. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. When I was first starting out, it, all it took was somebody saying, I'm a dominant. And I'm like, yep, there it is. Aha. Ah. Ah I did it. I vetted because I asked. Because <laughs> I, and they said. And they said they're a dominant vetting. Check. Um, <laughs> no further questions. No, I'm, uh, that's it. Let's do it. Case Let's dismissed. figure it out. You know, like, or my, my favorite, which I also used to move forward with, which is stupid. Um, I'm not into BDSM, but I think I would be a dom. You <laughs> do like, used to say it. Or I think dude say that to me, I'm like, okay. Oh. I think I'm a sub. <laughs> am lady, am sub. <laughs> no, and then I found a new world. <laughs> yeah, ask questions. Um, find people who have been in it for a while. Yes. Ask them how they vet. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Listen to them vetting. Listen to them asking questions. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's no different than anything else in the world. You yeah. wouldn't just run up to some random stranger on the street and be like, hey, beat me. Right. Or, hey, pour hot wax on me. Or, hey, like, exactly. hey, choke me out. Like, <laughs> you want to know, like, if you're doing a job interview, you have a certain amount of needs that you need to be met. And so you want to make sure that they can meet those needs. And you can't learn that if you're not asking the right questions. Right. 
Um, I think the next thing for me, and I know I'm kind of like ADHD through this episode, so let's just bear with me. I love the flow. <clears throat> it's so not flowy. Um, it's, 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 it is like a river. We've talked about <clears throat> pet life now a few times. Yes. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Hey, is it scary to put your naked pictures up online? Yes. Um, <laughs> Fet life, like any social media site, is a mixed bag. Okay. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's it, a majority of the bag is a certain way. It is, and it's a love hate relationship that I have with yeah, Fet. Yeah. Um, Fet is very much needed because it's how we connect with other kinksters. It's how we post munches. Right. It's how we hold virtual trainings and post educational stuff. Mm -hmm. So it has some really good things. Yeah. But it also has Baby. some really fucking gross, gnarly things and people, and it's a mixed bag. Mm -hmm. I recommend if you're into kink, get on Fet Life. But, but. Much like getting into BDSM, let's not trust everyone in anything. Yeah. Hey, it's still meeting a stranger on the internet. Let's still meeting a stranger on the know, internet. Let's like, I found that like, I wasn't more active on Fed until I started like getting involved with the communities who had their like groups and stuff mm -hmm. and like being part of group discussions. Otherwise I had, and like, and my profile still kind of shows that I'm pretty bare bones. I have like eight pictures. <laughs> Solid. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I have like 300 and something. That I'm, I know. Sometimes you're going through there because I'm like your biggest fan. I'm like, aw. Yeah, it's mostly for my boudoir it. photos yeah. that I like taking. They're good. You're a good photographer. I say it all the time. Where's the book? Um, but yeah, so I would say like to me it feels that Fet Life exists in like these two spaces. Like one where it's like here's people I know and know from the community and like it feels good to like especially I found that like if I meet somebody like I met somebody on a Discord, I was able to find their Fet Life and like learn about them that way except they didn't have a lot on there so I didn't learn a lot except that they weren't but anyway and then the other side is my messages folder yeah and it's like so let's talk about the messages folder somebody offered to lick my feet I someone just offered to take me to pound town a few days ago and I offered to custom oh out oh my god round trip round trip <laughs> um so you're gonna get on fet wait I'm sorry it did they say would you like to go like yes Sorry. Okay. Continue. Yes. And then I offered to cuss them out. No further, um, no further questions, Your Honor. So FetLife is not technically a dating site. I do not think it should be used as a dating site. Um, but a lot of people use it as a dating site. So here's some things to take care of yourself and your mental health and your mental well-being, especially if you are female presenting. Mm -hmm. um, because female presenting, you're just going to get, it, it's just different. And I talked to men, male presenting, who are on the app, and they also agree it is different for their female presenting partners versus them. Mm -hmm. mm. So female presenting, you're going to get a shit ton of messages if you leave your messages open. Um, you can. So oh, let's. So that's part of why I want to talk about it. Um, you can actually go into your privacy settings. There are four levels to your message settings. Um, one, like the most open, anyone and everyone can message you. And then it scales down from there on like friends and followers can message you. But if you aren't a friend or follower, you can't message directly. It sends it to like a request message. Mm. Then it's just friends. And then it's like fucking nobody. Um, mine is set to the second level. So friends and followers can message me. But if you're not a friend or follower, I'm not getting your message. Nice. Um, Oh that God, might get... So it was a friend or follower who invited you to pound down? Yes. <laughs> ah! Don't do that. Hey, friend or follower, if you're listening. Don't do that. It will actually get you cussed all the way out. I... So, it's yeah. and, and it was, I think it was a newer person um, okay. who doesn't understand that just because I'm a bottom, <laughs> that doesn't mean I will literally cuss you all the way out and drag you from here to Timbuktu. That's so true. I will say, I think another common mistake that people make is like assuming that they have access to that person's like dynamic role yeah. just because you're both into kink like a lot of people just be like you're a dominant and like start calling you sir or you're submissive and start calling you like yeah no i will not degrading name or something yeah if you think i'm gonna submit to you or do any kind of thing before i know you yeah period exactly um so you can change your privacy settings have a real profile so like cj actually just mentioned she went and found someone on fet that she had been talking to and they had no profile mm -hmm. that gives someone no information so if they are vetting you to be a play partner or whatever they're getting no information so you don't have to have like dick pics and pussy pics and 
and actually try to limit just if it's just all dicks like who cares yeah, yeah. um sorry not sorry but no one cares just about your dick post body post body post a face if you can um tell us about yourself mm -hmm. why are you there what are you looking for what are you not looking for um, you can actually filter people who can contact you by what you're looking for. This oh, is cool. all in your privacy settings. So um, fill out fill out your profile. Tell people what's appropriate. Mine actually says that you can message me, but I get so many messages I might not message you back, and odds are I'm not going to mm -hmm. unless we're friends or I already know you. Um, I might have so ambiguous. I'm like, I will respond if the vibe is right. <laughs> she goes <laughs> on that. I get very, like, I leave it purposely vague type things, so but I'm like, no. Yeah. And that's fine. Like it's it. The more you put, the more likely you are to vet people out. Mm -hmm. um, but truly, some of the worst profiles I see. Like there's one guy who we both know about. All of his profile is just his big dick, and him asking if people want to suck his big dick. You know oh. who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Redacted. Yeah. <laughs> And that's all it is, is like, do you want a big money? This is my dick. This is, like, dude, we see so many dicks on there. I, your dick doesn't impress me. Just, your dick doesn't impress just me. Just the way that, like, I then added that person on Snapchat and just continued to get more of the dick pics. That's, that all, just that's all, that's all, all he had. For them. That's all. That's it. I don't know how else to relate to women. Yeah, like, it's so, you know, <sighs> just please not all dicks it's just like you know i don't know if it's like a difference of what people are looking for maybe there are certain people who are just like yeah you're a hot body i want to move forward you know but like for me i'm like i want to get a sense of who you are from your profile like i hope like i know my profile is pretty bare but i hope it like communicates the following i'm not active on this website and uh when i am i do the least <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, like, I mean, I am trying to communicate that with being like, hey, I've got like a small two paragraphs, you know, I'm only in like two, possibly three groups, you know, and all my activity is just liking all of April's picture. Sure. It's great. Um, I'm, I'm minimal and April's my bestie. <laughs> like, that's what I'm communicating on my profile. Yeah. But actually, you know what? And fun fact, I did get run into an issue of that when I was, um, we started going to the Munch Leaders meeting. And uh, I then I went to one and then I tried to go add, uh, join the group. Oh, yeah. And, and they were like, we don't know who she is. I had to she vouch for you. She has no indicators on her website, on her page. And I was like, oh. I had to vouch. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're I right. Like, I know who that is. It's fun. <laughs> I'm so attacked. They're like, who is that? And I'm like, Whoa. sorry. Please, the part of my name that says soft, I will cry. Okay. See, that's my butt. It's my booty. Look. Look. Look at it. Does this look familiar? <laughs> So, yeah, it's, you know, keep in mind FET is technically a site you have to log into, but whatever you put on there, just know that technically it could go public. So just yeah. be aware of that. It's free to make an account. Anybody can make an account. So it's like, on one hand, you have to have an account to see the photos. On the other hand, it doesn't take a lot to make an right. account. So. so the stuff I've put on there, everyone can see, and I'm comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. um, I think at most, all you can see in a couple of my photos is like nipples. Oh, nice. I go full ass. She, she is more of the full ass. <laughs> I think I, I, think really I have, like it. No, I don't have any full ass. Oh, I know. They're not, they're not ready. Half ass. They're not ready. Half ass. You should <laughs> take a full ass one. That's a great one. <laughs> I'm not good at the ass photos. Just like set, pop, prop it on a tripod. Like, I, think I just don't think my butt looks good like that. Okay. We're going to talk about this <laughs> later. It's a whole nother like body. Just more it's, just, it's a whole like, I mean, I think like, you know, maybe I'll do this in my 30s where it's like, no, it's not about how you actually look. Like, it's really just yeah. about putting the camera in the right place. I feel place. like my butt looks flat. Like, it doesn't look, I don't, anyways, it's another episode. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so sad. It's another episode. I'm trying, I'm trying not to like feel so bad for Look, you. Body right dysmorphia like, is still kicking my butt on something. Yeah, no that's, well, dude, that's dude. I, should we do an episode of body dysmorphia? Just like Probably. how it's like, yeah, that it's was so prevalent. As you can yeah. see, like that was very shocking to me to be like, yeah. oh my god, you see yourself that way? Shit. I think I do it the other way, where I'm like, you know, I see myself as probably way hotter than I am. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I, hey, I'm okay admitting that. Like, I understand, I know who I am, and I'm just in my, like, I'm, uh, this is like, I'm this young right now, and I only get older, so I'm just like, whatever. I'm just Except you're looking forward to 40. Well, four, because four. Give me, how can I do, how do I want to make a, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah numbers aren't um 
this, so I have to say that um, the other munch leader who I talked to made a super good fucking point, which is, so one, I guess we should have already stated that like being in BDSM does not mean sex necessarily. But he made a very valid point that just because they are a good BDSM partner or play partner does not mean they are a good life partner. Yeah. And I was like, oof. Yeah. Oof. And now this is the part of the episode where I address the people who have a similar um, disability as me. Oh, yeah. Do you want to share your disability? Yes. Hi. Okay. Hello, everybody. My name is CJ. My disability is that I will fall in love if we are doing any sort of intimacy. And I want to say part of the disability also includes like if I'm friends with you for many, many, many years, it's probably happened. Probably a little I've bit seen that. with you. If I haven't already wiggled my way into earning a title in your life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so like, it's very hard. And, I, and I'm also like on this journey right now, as I've been telling you in text, in, in, in giant wall text yeah. about how I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to just like let behaviors be, you know, but like for some of us who are like me, just the fact of sharing that intimacy with someone where it's like, look, let's say you are doing the BDSM all right. You did your research, you vetted your partner, and now you found somebody who's like really gonna be careful with how they do the scenes and like do everything right. And now you're kind of like, wow, that's like actually really sweet of you to do all those things like that, which you're like, I'm new to kink, so I don't know that this is how it just should be. You're just like, that person's taking really good care of me. I think I love them. Yeah. Now I'm going to try and take them and put them in this like relationship box as opposed to keeping them in the kink box. You right. Know? And that, you know, it happens. It yeah. happens quite a bit. Um, where, because when you are in, even if you're just seeing with someone and there's no sex involved, it is still a very intimate space. Totally. You are trusting on both sides, on both sides of the slash, mm -hmm. top, bottom, dom, sub, whatever, master, whatever. There's a lot of trust there when you are seeing, even if it's a sensual scene, mm -hmm. even if it's an impact, whatever, knife play, needle play, like there is so much trust that goes into that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very easy to blur that line of they are taking care of me in a scene and then they are taking care of me romantically. Right. So easy to blur. Right. Happens a lot. So yeah. constant check-ins about that. If you are not in a romantic relationship with your scene or play partner, mm -hmm. consistently checking in. Yeah. Consistently checking in about that shit. And if you start to feel like you're developing feelings, have a check-in about that. Yeah. Doesn't mean everything has to end. And I think realistically it's less likely to end if mm -hmm. you do consistent check-ins mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. own those feelings and address them. Right. Yeah. Like you can have feelings you don't act on. Exactly. Exactly. Like I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize is <clears throat> like I've had this feeling, so I must act. Yeah. No. No, you don't. There's a larger social commentary mm -hmm. around that. But yeah, that's true. Um and, uh, and that can also be a really good way to start, like a great question to add to your vetting. Like, hey, and how have you handled like possibly developing feelings during scenes? Like, do you feel like the longer you're with a partner, the more you like feel like you fall in love? Um, there's also the, the chance that you might mistake the endorphins that you're getting from the scene and like be like, oh, is this like, I feel really good when I'm doing that. Yeah. I, am I in love with that person? You know, cause you're thinking about how good that feels. And do they like, love it's me? Do they, do want, they me? want me? Like, and maybe they do. Don't just assume it. That's true. And also, if you have that one trauma that's like, you know, the one, the person doesn't like you, so you think you can earn it. Mm. Don't. <laughs> don't do that. Take it from me. You it, can't. You can't. It just, it, yeah. No. So... I think, I think we covered all that stuff. Yeah. We should probably talk about frenzy. Mm, no. <laughs> yes, yes, we should. And I was really interested to see that because it was like on one hand I was like, oh, I didn't, I've never heard it called that, but it's like, yeah, that's a, I've been, I've been there. Yeah. So, and this is something that we'll probably also talk on the poly missteps. Um, okay, so you've done the education. Mm -hmm. You've started to go to munches. You've Maybe been. you've gone to a dungeon. You've started mm -hmm. to get to know people. You are starting to dabble in and explore BDSM. Mm -hmm. A lot of time, what's happening after that is what we call frenzy. Mm -hmm. which is where you do all the things all at once no stop not good go i'm doing it all the cakes, all the things all the, all the things all of them all the pain all types, the time every all every second thinking about it dreaming about it yeah and that's that sounds fun in theory but it actually sets you up for a lot of issues and it sets up for both people a lot of issues mm -hmm. um when you're doing these intense things not giving yourself time to process between each type of scene or each kink that you are learning 
it really set you up for failure. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely need time to process, especially for some of the more hard edge kinks. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sit back after and really evaluate how do I feel being tied up? Mm -hmm. Did I like being choked? Um, did I want to be on the St. Andrew's cross? How do I feel about it? Is that something I want to do again for me? Mm -hmm. Not for your partner you're singing with. Do I want to do it for me? Mm -hmm. um, and being able to communicate that because if you're not sitting with those things and icky feelings start to come up and you're not communicating them, you're also putting the person you're singing with at risk. Yeah. Because then they are unintentionally hurting you and they have no clue. Yeah. And that is not okay. That is right. not equitable. Totally. A lot of times the partner who's giving the pain only is wanting to do it if that's what you want. Right. So it's like, it's hard for dominants who are giving the pain to like, a lot of times this is also where dom aftercare comes in to be like, hey, thank you. Like, I did want that. That was great for me. You know, blah, blah. Because otherwise without that, they can feel like I'm just hurting this person. Right. You know? A dom is not a, uh, like a kink machine. Right. Not all doms or tops like all the kinks so this also goes for doms and tops as well don't just start doing all the things as a dom or top without evaluating if that's something you enjoy doing not all right. doms or tops like inflicting pain yeah there are many that do not and will not they have no interest in it and makes them uncomfortable so as a dom or top when you're getting started same thing evaluating did i like what i just did mm -hmm. Does yeah. it make me feel good? Is it something I want to be involved in? Yeah. Just because a person you're seeing with wants it doesn't mean you have to deliver. Yeah, that's another big one is like, don't think you have to qualify your kinkiness by doing kinks that you're not really interested in. Right. Now, if it's something that you're, you know, ambivalent about or mm -hmm. it makes you happy to deliver it and it doesn't make you uncomfortable, yeah, that's one yeah. thing. Right. But if it makes you uncomfortable good to do it, don't fucking do it. Yeah. It's that fucking simple. Yeah. I am not into knife play. Mm-hmm. And I could dabble with knives, <laughs> like not being cut, but like so no knife play. Okay, sometimes I play. <laughs> one that I know I am hardcore not into needle play. Right. I'll watch it. I love the aesthetic of it. I love seeing it. Mm -hmm. You come at me with a needle, I'm gonna swing on you. Mm -hmm. I yeah. am not gonna sit there and take needles just to make my top or down feel better. Period. No. Also, now that we're talking about it, yeah, that's probably a hard line for me. No, I love it as an aesthetic. I love watching it. I completely mm -hmm. appreciate that kink. It's gorgeous to me. You come at a needle with me, and I'm swinging on you. <laughs> like it, it's going to be an all-out bar front. Like I am <laughs> swing. Like absolutely, yeah. yeah. And even though I've had piercings for me, that's different. That's one needle, one time because I it's want something. It's very like okay. Well, that's actually another really great point. Don't assume that because someone's into one kink that they're going to be open to on the mm -hmm. spot doing like in you incorporating something that's like creative and different, but you think is the same as that. Like just yeah. because somebody agreed to it in one context doesn't mean you don't have to talk to them about them like before they agree to do it. How am I saying this? Just because they agree to it in one context doesn't mean that you don't yeah. have to check in for the next one. Okay. And don't assume, you know, I think a lot of people assume that like they will meet these guys who are tatted up and look hardcore. They're not into pain. Like I have tattoos. I like tattoos. I'm not into needles. Exactly. So don't make an assumption based on how someone looks. I get told a lot that people assume I am a dom. Not nah, fam. I, I can't. It's, I really can't. It's really cute I, if you try it, to make it. It's her. really it's <laughs> she not, gets so I can't. Flustered. She can't even say I can't. <laughs> I really can't. Um, I really wish I could. Um, but I can't. Yeah. So don't make assumptions based on what you think or what you see. Totally, yeah. Well, like, and, and a common assumption is that, like, oh, if you're into kink, you're into pain play, also, is another one. You know, mm -hmm. not everybody is. Like, I'm very particular about the pain play. Yeah. Almost like low percentage. You just yeah. gotta go through a list of I mean, I'm like, yes, yes, not no, stinging. No, 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 no. Maybe. Maybe. Like, do you wanna do any toys that fix me pain? No. What about this fluffy paddle? Okay. <laughs> I wanna try that. <laughs> what you meant was. Yeah, but it's, yeah, I require a lot of, like, speaking through it. I don't want. I go the route of over explaining as opposed to under explaining. Mm -hmm. I just feel safer for me, you know? Same. Like if you feel like it needs to be said, say it. Exactly. Yeah. And honestly, I will not see with someone or interact with someone who I don't trust to speak on their needs and emotions. Yeah. If I don't think you're going to speak on your needs and emotions, you are not invited near me. Yeah. Yeah. It's because the trust goes both ways. You know, I need to be able to trust that you can speak on what you're going through and what your experience is and that you'll hear me also when I'm speaking on what I'm going through. Yeah. Because otherwise the trauma level is too high. 
yeah the risk of inflicting trauma on someone unknowingly because they would not speak to their own emotions and feelings is way too high yeah I'm trauma not in the body so it'll come out which also kind of brings you know to like a, another point of like be comfortable with if you have to bring up like bodily trauma like hey sorry like my, my great one, which is so cool to always have to get into is that I have a freeze response in my body. <clears throat> so like, if I'm not like enthusiastically responding, then I'm, there's a chance that I might be in freeze response, which is like, it's something that I'm having to differentiate between like freeze response and like being in subspace slash tom space. So like, it's just, you know, I don't have all the answers yet, but it's an ongoing conversation that I have with anybody I am playing with so that like, they know like to look out for that kind of thing. Yeah, I think my main relevant one is just the, rape almost three years ago so there are certain things that just I have that to, one just you know just just one <laughs> so does it count <laughs> doesn't even matter Scissors or whatever um so there has to be conversation around that mm -hmm. um and that way if something happens they know why and they know it's not anything to do with them yeah and then also how to handle it yeah because not everyone knows how to handle trauma responses appropriately yeah so which leads to another point of if your partner is having a trauma response don't assume that you've done something bad just be ready to like help take care of them. handle that just be um, on and handle it and ideally if someone knows that they could have a trauma response they will address ahead of time how mm -hmm. do i handle that right 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 exactly so exactly. like for me one of my responses definitely can come up being tied down which i like being restrained but it can trigger me mm -hmm. so knowing ahead of time like what that looks like is important yeah um, and what to do for me personally if I trigger off that let me go yeah you gotta let me go and give me just I will tell you pretty quickly how much space I need and it could just be a few seconds mm -hmm. or I might just start crying you just have to let me cry it out and then I'll be fine mm -hmm. so but that's something that you have to know ahead of time yeah, yeah. otherwise it's gonna freak out the person I'm seeing with and that's not what I want mm-hmm and don't take it personally, because it's like, you know, those of us who are in traumatized bodies, like, we still want to be part of this lifestyle. We don't want to have, like, that event, like, take away, like, the things that bring us joy. So it's like, not like, oh, I can't do that ever again because you had this reaction. It's like, okay, fuck off a little, you know? Like, yeah, I'm let me doing my best, you know? And I'm learning and I'm navigating it. So, and it's, like, great to know. It's like, I'm going to have the reaction, but I'm going to be good after, you know? Like, that's that's an awesome thing. Yeah. Um, is there anything I did not, we did not Let's see? Oh, big one. Don't say you're open to fucking everything. You're not. You're not. No. You're not. You're open to learning about everything. You're not open to trying everything. One of my biggest red flags is when I ask someone what they're into or what they're like, what are your main like kinks or fetishes? Yeah. Everything. No, the fuck you're not. No way. You want to know how I know you're not? Because let me, okay, fine. You're into everything. Cool, cool, cool. Give me a hammer and nail. I'm going to nail your testicles to a board. That nice. is a kink. Do you want me to do that? And then after that, I'm coming in with the small metal rod for the sounding. Yeah. Let's bring in the urethral rods. So don't, do not say you're into everything. You are not. I have yet to meet someone who is into everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Period. At all. Hard stop. Yeah. Yep. It is one of the biggest red flags for me and also one of the most dangerous things you can say. Mm -hmm. You're not into everything. Yep. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I will say maybe the two points that I want to bring is one, especially when you're starting out, I would avoid uh, playing under the influence. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. I would say like really look into why you're wanting that like my immediate concern is like if you're wanting to get under the influence because you feel nervous about the scene you really got to address that as opposed to trying to be like i'm nervous let me just yeah. drink and then i'll go for it no um especially being under the influence depending on what you're taking is going to mess with your pain receptors so you're not really even to, able to give a correct like feedback on what you're experiencing in your own body because you don't know so just avoid that i'm not trying to like demonize people who maybe have more experience and can do it but i just am saying like if you're starting out beginning. like in the beginning well, and also i need that. sober consent yeah i need sober consent yeah i don't actually think i've ever played under the influence yeah i wouldn't right? yeah. i mean if you know someone long enough cool right like i'm trying to mm. I, i'm trying to like imagine that there maybe is uh, but like i just i'm it's it's one of those things where it's hard for me to imagine a situation where it is. Like, especially like when I'm doing more like dom-leaning things or mommy-leaning things. I don't want to be under the influence because I want like that person to feel safe with me. That's the trust fact. So like, I'm not, I don't want them to worry, you know? Right. Um, the other thing I want to say is do not be sensitive to feedback. Please. 
Please don't do that. That's like the worst. That would actually make me not want to see with somebody. Actually, yeah. that does make me not want to see with somebody. Because then it's like, okay, so then what? We're gonna like guess, and then just you. No, I'm not. I'm not even getting details. It's just yeah. Something. No, you gotta be open to feedback, and not everyone's bodies are the same. It's the same with like getting feedback for sex. Like, exactly. Give me feedback. I want to know if I can do something different, um, better, yeah. something you enjoy more. I mean, I gotta say, in like the one either. instance where like I had sex with someone and didn't want didn't want feedback, I was like, oh, okay, so are you just masturbating with my body then? Basically, because like that feels like I don't even need to be there for that. You right. know? Yeah. I also actually I remember this other one of like you know be careful about your emotional state too when you're in kink. Like you may end up hearing that some people can work through certain like emotions with kink. But like, you don't want to start there. Like you don't want to do one of those things where you're like, you're a Don and you're so angry and you want to do a scene and you want to let it out. And like, then it starts, you start letting it out that way, you know? Um, but you also don't want to be like uh, overly emotional to a way of just like, just do anything to me, just do anything. I just want to feel something different. Like don't be in that state either. Yes, great. No. Good job, CJ. <laughs> Good job, no. CJ with this stuff. Um, but yeah, those are my, I think that's, I don't know. I think we said, uh, uh, oh, I would say don't try to push your limits to try to prove yourself no. is another one. Don't try to out kink everyone. Don't, it's don't not try to out kink everyone. That's it's so not a true. From what I've learned about kink is like just people have preferences. There's no reason that you have to try to be like, oh, I've done that and that. Oh, and I've done that. And here's how it, it's like, right. Just because I like one thing and CJ might not like it, that doesn't make me any more or less kinky than her. Yeah. It's also, yeah, it's never felt that way. No. It only feels like you're kinkier than me because I can't say on the podcast <laughs> i don't i don't say, say i don't say i don't say i don't say sex words <laughs> she doesn't even at our munches what did you do the other day you were like oh when they and i was like yeah when they you know sometimes when they <laughs> i was like you mean when they fuck ah when they <laughs> When they are together publicly. <laughs> when, they, when they go. When, when, when they when clap they the, with their genitalia. When they do the no hands clapping. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah. That's. Um, but otherwise, yeah. Oh, I think the only other thing that I heard consistently from people who are a part of the younger scene was don't exclude elder members. So don't exclude like me, who's 38 or 39. Or this oldie over here. I know. Um, like one of my closest friends is in her 60s and she is a wealth of knowledge. Mm -hmm, um, totally. But that being said, keep it age appropriate when you are actually, you know, if you do decide to date or if you do decide to create a dynamic, um, be very careful because it really should still be age appropriate. And we have a whole episode on age play and I know people are like, eh. No, this is stuff I heard from people who are in 18 to 25 range that they also agree age appropriate. So if you are 18 to 27, stick within that age range for a while. Um, and also if you're 35, 40, 30 even, like 30 going down to 18, not age appropriate. I will die on that hill. Um, if you're 18, stick to 18 to 25. If you are 30, I would stick within a few years down and then five to 10 years up. Mm -hmm. So just calm your tits if you're gonna come at me because- Calm your age appropriate tits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that is something I consistently heard from people who I talk to who are 18 to 25 is stick within age appropriate, you know, for those dynamics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the main concern and reasoning for those age lock groups. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else? Um, yes, from one silly person to another, you don't have to change who you totally are completely to be into kink. Like, that's an option for you, but you don't have to be like, put on your like dumb mask. I'm on, I'm in my dumb mode now. Like, I, I will, I will say there are certain like kinks where you can get into a mode, if you will, but like, I'm, I'm going to be a silly person till the day I die. And I can still do a scene, but you're not, we don't make it through without me doing one joke. Yeah. I mean, pretty much this is what you get. Yeah. I mean... So I don't think yeah, I change that much. Right, exactly. Much so just like don't feel this. pressure to do that. Is all I'm saying. If no. you want to explore it, go ahead. But don't feel like you're like, oh, okay, now I got to get into my whole leg. No, don't think you have to put on like all leather with a leather mask. And right. Yeah. Deepen your voice. Exactly. And growl because you think you have to growl. Like, oh man, if I have to growl, that would be so. Most people don't even know. Like, it's. I've heard so many bad growls. I've heard some really good ones. 
I feel like I, I, you do it. I feel like I, that's the, that's the sound of a creeper from Minecraft that I just did. I feel like I don't know if you've ever, but no. they're like you, anyway. You're doing you're running, and then all of a sudden you hear that sound, and then they're gonna explode around you. So <laughs> no. You know what I feel like doing naturally when I started doing that? Man arms. Mm. <laughs> I've actually heard some people growl, and it's just it's so bad it makes me laugh. So I think it's the complete opposite effect of what they're going for. But I love that. For Eight you. times out of ten, when I hear the growl, I laugh. I'm sorry. There are a couple growls that I'm like, oh, okay. I think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the two out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's some I'm like, no. More often than not, it's no like, okay. That's you tried. Funny. I am very much not in my kink self when I heard it, is what I'm trying to say. When I've heard the growl, it's just not a growl. It's more of like, it, it almost sounds like a hurt dog. <laughs> when I'm like... Okay. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I have, I have be a yourself. I have a couple modes and they don't include... None of them include growling. Be yourself. Be, your, be yourself. Be I yourself. like growling if you can do it right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and also yeah. at the appropriate time. Yeah. Yeah. It just so much has to go like Like, not over lasagna. <laughs> Now when we're at family dinner, or actually, oh, oh. then because that should get some looks. Pass me the mac and cheese. <laughs> That's actually the only time you should do yes, it. Yes, <laughs> Or if you're a rat, no. <laughs> actually, now I want to do that. I like. <laughs> well, for oh my god, for our next, we should do another uh, BDSM theme potluck. That was so fun. We should. Even yeah. if everyone brings the same foods, it's so good. Yeah, we should do that again. Okay, so good. That was all my that was all my things. Cool. That I was think all that's my tings, all yeah. my main things. Um, yeah. let me look. Yes, yes, yes. Mind your business. Yep. Okay, I think we're good. Perfect. Love it. Thank you guys uh, for watching and listening. And please feel free to join our communities. We're on Facebook. We're on Discord um just you know if the link is expired just tell me and i will do the yes. new link we're on um, fet we are in fet life um, we're on insta we are we be on insta that it, it's it's there please like it's already yeah. for for accounts that are like a couple years old the algorithm is like less forgiving to us so uh but anyway yeah we'd be posting cute pics and everything all the time so anyway those are oh, all actually places. would you be open to posting your fet life profile and mine on our uh patreon Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll do. post that so you can go. If you're a Patreon supporter, you can go see uh, copies of our Fet Life so you can see how we set ours up. Mm -hmm. Totally. Get some ideas for yourself. Yes. Is that it? I think so. Um, fun munch first Friday of every month. Uh, also fun but educational munch <laughs> third Sunday of the month. Could be long stockings has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget to leave us a five star review on uh, iTunes, Apple. It helps us so much. Sorry, I mix those words up. Yeah. Um, and bye. I love you so much. Always the exit music. I love it. <laughs> it's my thing.